This is the CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report. We are bringing you daily updates on the policy news you need to know from CQ Roll Call's reporters in Washington. I'm Sean Zeller. Today is Monday, June 15th. While policymakers in the nation's capital are turning their attention away from the pandemic, COVID-19 continues to make its presence known. Today, we have two reports that show how the virus has permeated the nation. Remember hydrochloroquine, the drug once touted by the president as a very powerful drug that could be used in the fight against the coronavirus? The Food and Drug Administration today revoked the authorization it had granted to give it to virus patients. And a new census study shows how the economic battering from the virus and lockdowns has hit Black and Latino communities twice as hard as white ones. First, we turn to health reporter Emily Kopp. Today, the Food and Drug Administration revoked an emergency authorization for hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine for hospitalized patients, given evidence that it's unlikely to be effective in these, in these patients and can cause cardiac problems. In March, there was a lot of hope that hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine would be effective treatments for COVID-19, given some anecdotal evidence that suggested it could be effective. President Donald Trump has been a big advocate of this drug and even opted to take it as a prophylactic for two weeks. And it's been at the heart of this controversy, this saga between the president and more cautious federal officials, including the director of BARDA, Rick Bright, who later later filed a whistleblower complaint saying that he was concerned that this drug was being used without enough evidence. The Strategic National Stockpile accepted a big donation of hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine, and a lot of hospitals administered it, hoping that you know, this experimental treatment would be effective. But, you know, the FDA is now reporting that of the a little under 2,000 patients who took the drug, abnormal heartbeats were reported in six, and other cardiac adverse events were reported in other in 30 other patients. So this is definitely a hit to people who were pinning a lot of hope on this drug. FDA has removed the authorization for its use outside of a clinical trial setting, but there are still these clinical trials going on. Researchers are studying its effectiveness in COVID-19 and its safety in COVID-19 in the U.S. and abroad, including the World Health Organization. So we should have more robust evidence about the safety and efficacy of hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine in the coming months, but for now, the FDA is saying it's not recommending its use. Now to Michael McIgnoni on his startling story on how food insecurity and rent shortfalls are becoming an epidemic as well. Unemployment has ticked higher among uh, most minority groups in the country, and there's also indicators from a federal survey that there are higher numbers of food insecurity and housing insecurity among minority groups as well. One federal statistic showed that while about 30% of rental households didn't know whether they could pay their June rent, that was closer to 50% among African American households. And there are similar disparities in food insecurity as well. About 40% of African American households with children reported not having enough food in May, compared to about 20% of white households. 
And the providers who I spoke to said that there are a number of federal programs that are helping sort of bridge the gap during this downturn, things like the pandemic EBT benefit, as well as the eviction moratoriums and the extra unemployment payments. But a lot of those benefits are set to expire in July. The House has passed a $3.5 trillion bill that has provisions meant to address some of these problems. And there are a few provisions in the Senate right now, for instance, allowing local restaurant partnerships using FEMA funds, rental assistance to landlords in lieu of rent payments from the tenants, things like that. But so far, the Republican-controlled Senate has resisted passing more legislation. They've taken a little bit more of a wait-and-see approach and potentially looking at a bill sometime in July or August. They want to see what the economic recovery looks like before making the decision to pass trillions of dollars of additional government spending. For tennis fans today, there is some good news. The U.S. Tennis Association said that the U.S. Open in New York will be played this August and September, but without a live audience. From all of us at CQ Roll Call, I'm Sean Zeller. Thank you for listening.